0: I am chomping on this and I'm like, this is really weird textured fondant. <laughs> uh, the caterer then comes out and she's like, if anybody got a piece that had the little like sandy part on it, that's styrofoam. I
1: am fully sitting here <laughs> eating styrofoam, consumed it, like already digesting. <laughs> back to Gumption. This is episode number 9, Friendship Breakups Deep Dive. I hope that everyone has been able to enjoy the holiday season a little bit so far. I know here it is negative 6 degrees and 50 mile an hour winds, so needless to say, my mom and I's Chipotle run tonight was a little scarier than the usual, but... I'm really happy to bring you guys this episode because I feel like it delves into a more vulnerable place than a lot of our other subject matter, and that is all thanks to the willingness of my two amazing guests this week, Emily Forgotch and Lizzie Olexi. These girls have been two of my best friends for my entire life, and that is not to say that we didn't go through some major rough patches. So this episode really just kind of aims to talk about, like, how we got through that, definitely wasn't easy, and if you asked me probably two years ago if I'd ever be able to talk about something like this, especially on a podcast, I would have definitely said no. So big thanks to Em and Liz for being willing to laugh, cry, and just get emotional, talk about how we got to where we are now. My goal with this episode was to provide a space where people were talking about friendship breakups, people who, you know, have gotten through them, and, I genuinely didn't feel like there was something out there at the time that I was trying to sort through all these feelings that really helped me to know what to do. There's a lot of stuff, movies, books, songs about relationship breakups, and I just don't think there's as much about friendship breakups, which personally... I think can be a lot harder sometimes. So hopefully this episode will give some people clarity, maybe give you guys a laugh. We spend a lot of time talking through some of our funny memories before we get into the deep stuff. And without further ado, here's the blonde triangle friendship, as we used to call ourselves. Ironically, we are all blonde again, so kind of works out. Maybe we can just start with like a brief, how did we all meet each other? Let's talk about that. All right. Do you
0: wanna go first? Yeah, I can go you can go first.
2: I did. Well, Lily and I grew up like a town away from each other. And we met in dance when I was going into my second grade year and she was in third grade. So I was seven and she was eight. And uh, then after that, I hated ballet. And so then I quit. (laughs) And I did did soccer instead. And so her and my sister became really close. My sister's three years older than me. Then once I started hanging out with them again us three became really close and then lily and i became like inseparable for so so long so long and we were really weird and really fun
1: (laughs) we were weird but it was a good time i like to look back on that time and just recognize the fact that we didn't care that we were weird like we did not give a shit that we were weird and i love that (laughs) for (laughs) us absolutely not we were really proud of it yeah <laughs> yeah I think as uh, yes, we should it be
2: <laughs> it was fun though like we were we were cute we were fucking cute yeah that's
0: true my, my first memory of Lily this was before we officially like were friends my oh, first, boy. <laughs> first memory of Lily I was in third grade Lily was in fourth grade and I accidentally scratched this girl's
2: neck oh my
0: god it was like a complete accident we were just like messing around whatever and I scratched her neck and Lily snitched on me to my (laughs) (laughs) teeth I I had to write an apology note (laughs) and get it signed by my mother oh my god yes you know how I used to go up behind people and you kind of like Put your hands yeah, on your shoulders yeah. and bounce. I did that, but I accidentally caught her with my finger. Oh my and god! Scratched her <laughs> neck. So That's I so knew cute. who you were at that point, and then we became like friends and actually like knew each other. Knew each other the next year in cheerleading because I did
1: Aww. CYO cheerleading. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. I was just looking through our cheerleading. I have like a an old scrapbook page with all of our different group. Cheer uniform pictures, and I was like, "Whoa, who chose these?" The one year where we had the yellow undershirts, the shells, the yeah, shells. Oh,
2: yeah, shells. We had oh, I hated the shells.
0: Oh great. my god! I was wearing this outfit the other day, and it was like, "God, you know, it looks so cute underneath this." Like, I just needed a tight turtleneck. <laughs> it's my Christmas dress, and I need. Hate- <laughs> A tight turtleneck that's like tight all the way down. I had that thought. I was like, I need something
1: like a shell to put this together. (laughs) That is so funny. And Emily, I'm sorry for being a snitch, but I honestly think that encapsulates my fourth grade personality of being a complete goody two shoes to the point where I would like snitch on a random girl I didn't even know. Fourth grade Lily was going through a tough time though. So we'll give her some slack, honestly. Yeah. Good. Oh my goodness. Well, I actually think this is a good segue because I feel like we have endless stories of just hilarious things that have happened to us or random things we did that we thought were really funny at the time. Yeah. And I want each of us to go around and give our absolute funniest moment for the other people. There's so many. Like there's so I many. Know, I can. I, can go I have right.
2: to put both of you first. Okay. So first for Lily, one all of the video stars we made. In the hotels that we were staying at for dance competitions. Yeah. What was it? The, what was the song that we made in Pittsburgh?
1: Oh my God. It was a Flo Rida song. Yeah. It was like. Was it low?
2: But tonight's gonna be That's a good black Was peas. it that? Wait. No, it wasn't that. it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Was it Club
1: Can't Handle Me? No, I don't think so. We <laughs> finished the video in the driveway because when we got back, we had like a minute what? left. So we just did scorpions in the driveway.
2: yeah okay another one is Lily if you don't want to talk about this on the internet it's okay
1: (laughs) I know which one you're
2: gonna say it's
1: it's so funny so just
2: talk about Uh, it (laughs) um, so I I think it might have been nationals or someplace else I was in the audience and I found out secondhand after this encounter or Lily's encounter she was behind the stage and got really nervous and really 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 had to pee <laughs> and you know things just happen she she just accidentally tinkled a little bit it <laughs> <laughs> happens to the best of us and my hearing. sister made her go out on stage
0: i recall hearing this was a yellow costume too was it it was no. every
1: it, it was, was light blue and light pink. That no, was you, light
0: pink and why? light blue. Where did yellow come from? I thought it
2: was that like a was, yellow costume. No, that was from in the yellow. No, that was from one of her solos. I have more funny memories. So shall we? Shall we continue? Yes. Yes. Continue. You're making a rocket. So I'll do an Emily one. Oh my Any god. Anytime. Cat. Oh. Fiona. Fiona. Oh, that one was empty. Okay, did it's okay. You? Emily and I went out to the bars one night in Clifton. And we were in this, it's called Dive, Dive Bar. Like it's a dive bar called Dive Bar. Like yeah. the
1: one in Cleveland, but that one's like huge, which
2: is- Yeah, no, this one, it's like, it's like deceivingly large. It's it like is. really weird. You know, it's like really weirdly set up, but I had to go to the bathroom. And so Emily came with me and we went into the guy's bathroom. There
0: wasn't a line.
2: Yeah. And then we met up with like one of my friends and got like sidetracked. And we were in got the bathroom. In the bathroom. I think we just like let her in or something. Yeah. We went to meet up with all of her friends and no one knew where we were and Palmer's looking for me. Oh my god. <laughs> but the bathroom smells really, really bad. So we were like gagging in this bathroom. Yeah, it was bad. It oh was it's funny to look
1: at now, but it was a it was a traumatic moment.
0: Moral of the story, don't use the boy potty at college bars True. Because-
1: it's- you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes the line is short, so you know. Yeah. I can do a little story so One of my most traumatic parking experiences of my entire life was with Emily and I was driving. We went to (laughs) go get Chipotle in Hudson and I think it was the summer we were both volunteering for Camp Invention, which was like that little kid's science (laughs) camp. So long story short, we're like, oh, we'll run and get some Chipotle. We pull in and there was like one spot in the parking lot and I had the minivan at the time because we didn't have my car yet. So I pulled into the spot fine, but then by the time we were leaving, the parking lot was completely full. People next to me and in the row behind me. And I had just gotten my driver's license, so I, like, did not know how to back out properly. (laughs) So I kid you not for, like, what would you say, probably 30 minutes, I was backing up out of this spot. It was (laughs) wild. And, like, at one point, I got out of the car. People are honking. Oh, yeah. like Bad. Yeah, because this parking lot too was set up in a kind of weird way. So like you could only come in the one side and I was blocking it off like a barricade. Oh my God. Doing a 30,000 point turn. I was just inching forward and backward for like 40 minutes until I that got it. That also
2: happened in the Wendy's parking lot <laughs> next to CVS with me. It was like a yeah point turn.
1: Oh my God. Yes, because I went out the side that you can't make a left yeah. turn. And so I had to back up. Yeah, my driving skills have really improved. But, Woo! Lizzie, we have so many. I'm particularly thinking of the night we went to Target in Aurora and we were just like being so weird. We went to Steak and Shake, which is no longer there, and Target, and we were filming videos in your car. The video was so funny. It was so funny. And then we went in, and like, I just feel like that spurred a lot of our other inside jokes, like that Josh line. We just thought that was the funniest shit ever. And we kept being like. I tried it the other day. It was awful. The rose was awful. I wouldn't (laughs) expect it to be good, but it was just funny. Because I remember like my mom was really mad that we were at Target for some reason. And I have no idea why, but like we were we're going to.
2: We were supposed to go ice skating and then you got in trouble for some reason. And so so we were like, we're just going to go to Target. Target. And then I think we got ice cream cones through McDonald's afterwards. And then we just went home. But we made a video and it was really cute.
1: It was really cute. And I remember that was the time when I was really obsessed with Halsey because I had just seen her in concert. So we were listening to Bad at Love in the car (laughs) and like screaming.
2: (laughs) Yeah, literally. Also my first time drinking ever with you. And we chased tequila with pizza. (laughs) Didn't turn out well. That tequila. was a crazy night. That was ridiculous. And I don't even think I was drunk, to be I honest. I
0: to meet a person who has a positive first experience with tequila. I
2: don't think I was drunk in the slightest. I think I was possibly the tiniest bit tipsy.
1: I think we were slap happy because we had, what, two Mike's Hard Lemonades? three each. We definitely but- were not as drunk as we thought we were, which is pretty cool. No, funny. we thought we were, like, fucked up. Like, fucked yeah. up. Yeah. We had like maybe maybe
2: like a quarter of a shot of tequila you maybe because it was
1: like <laughs> like you we know, was- like, were drinking it too. We weren't even taking the shot properly. It's funny that you mentioned the Target
0: story because one of my favorite memories with Lily. There's a lot of memories with stores. Uh, like our special store was CVS. Yeah. CVS. Why? Why was it CVS? You know, I still have yet to really Unpack why that was the way it was. I'm gonna bring up a memory here, and we're we're really digging deep here. Do you remember when we dressed up in all black? And I do mean black shirts, black pants, black socks. We also black, did
2: this at one point.
0: The eye black. We put eye black on our faces. We wrote. I don't remember <laughs> what we wrote across our across our foreheads, but we wrote something across our foreheads. Oh my and god, you're right. Yes, and did a photo shoot. <laughs>
1: yeah, we literally took photos with like was, gigantic wrap up into a, sentence. Yes. yeah. We took photos with the big stuffed animals that they have there, and then we posted them on Instagram. And I remember I was excited because it got more than a hundred likes, and I was in like eighth grade. so I was like, yeah, was like-
0: <laughs> And then, so that's like middle school version. then let's get to get into high school version. You were with me at my parents' wedding. You were with me at my parents' wedding and the amount of just things that happened that week. I don't even know. We went bike riding and then we were on the beach. The Mind you, the wedding was in Siesta Key. So we're talking Florida weather here and the wedding was in
2: May, almost Mm -hmm. June. So it is hot. Yeah. It's not
0: like where it's a balmy 78
2: no yeah
0: it was full blown 90 degrees and we went for like a nice little bike ride right (laughs) we stopped we we get off at the beach we leave our bikes when we came back we sit down on these bikes and do you remember the burns yes i do (laughs) on those bikes and immediately was like oh
2: god like it was so bad
1: yeah and we were sunburned too. I remember my, the back of my legs and like my butt were yes. probably the most sunburned I had ever been. Cause I was wearing, I actually just got rid of this bathing suit like last year, but I was wearing that one piece that was like blue and green and brown oh. stripes. And oh, it had the weird one. like thing on the back, but I was laying down the one day when we were on the beach on my stomach. And so I was burned. And then on top of it, we get on those bikes and I think like I scalded some things down there. Yeah, I think we all did. I think we all did. Another thing mm-hmm. I remember from the wedding was, I don't know where everyone else was, but we were just by ourselves with the cake and we ate an entire section of the cake. I vividly remember it. And do you remember how I ate the styrofoam? Yes. Oh my God. Okay,
0: so this cake, it was like a tiered cake. There was okay. like two or three tiers but it was supposed to look like a beach. So there were these little pieces off the side that made it kind of have
2: texture and whatever. And it was styrofoam. It was
0: styrofoam. So we cut into the cake, you know, like the little caterers at the actual reception (laughs) cut into the cake. They're giving everybody their pieces. I look at it and I said, oh, I looked at this piece and I said, that's fondant. (laughs) That's fondant. (laughs) I have a very active sweet tooth. So I saw fondant (laughs) Sugar oh, yeah. and I said immediately, yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I am chomping on this and I'm like, this is really weird textured fondant. <laughs> uh, I find out the caterer then comes out and she's like, if anybody got a piece that had the little like sandy part on it, that's styrofoam. And I'm like, I am fully sitting here <laughs> eating styrofoam,
1: consumed <laughs> it, like already digesting it, like ate it. And
0: I remember like that's eating it, being like, Weird texture. No, it, it was styrofoam. No wonder it wasn't fondant, it wasn't sugar. It was
1: so- mm-hmm. that cake was so good. It was salted caramel, and I will never forget because I can't eat a lot of cakes, I feel like, but it was specifically like nut free, and I was just in my element. I probably had 12 pieces of that cake. Oh my gosh, it was no so
0: good.
1: And with your sweet little allergy,
0: I also have another good one. um oh my gosh. When- <laughs> oh, what was the Mexican restaurant that we used to go to El Campesino, El Campesino. <laughs> El Campesino. El Campesino. so we El go Camp. there and you and I order our dinner we're chatting whatever and then our waiter who had to have been like he was young yeah he was like our age maybe two years younger he, comes he was over probably
1: and- 16 like he, yeah. we were about that that age at the time and he was probably yeah. like 16 or 15
0: and he comes over and he goes I got you guys a dessert on the house <laughs> and we're looking at it and it's like a waffle I want to say waffle. fried ice cream no it wasn't fried ice cream but I want to say it was kind of like a churro bowl yeah with ice cream and whipped cream and we're like oh cool
2: yeah yeah that's what their fried ice cream is
0: yeah ice cream is this mind you you have a spoonful in your hand and he goes oh it's butter pecan Mm -hmm. I have never seen a person drop
1: a spoon so fast in my life it was almost in my mouth. Like I was about to consume it. I'm like, damn, free dessert. Like this guy is hitting on us. This is great. And then, yeah. He was really it
2: on. Oh my God. Yep. Also, we went to nationals in Atlantic City. Oh we have God. so many random fucking stories from that trip. But one of them, my favorite, when we were in middle school, I think when I was like 12. Our parents were like, oh, looking up places for us to go to dinner. And I don't even remember what it's called now. It was like this beautiful white beaded place.
1: that Oh we my were- God, the hookah bar. Yes, yeah. you want to a hookah bar for dinner? Funny thing was, I don't think either of our moms had any idea that was a hookah bar. They oh, had no clue. I not
2: even think my mom knew what that was. That's probably- Mine not either.
1: Her. She She's-
2: definitely didn't. She was like, oh, what's this? I was like, Nasty, what are we doing? What are I doing, mom? I love Nisi. Though. No, but
1: we we got there and I remember I got a burger and I took a picture of it with my camera. Like yes, my, I got a burger too. And we were like, oh, this is so good. But then we saw these people smoking. We're like, what are they doing? And it was a straight up hookah bar. Uh, also, when we got there, they didn't have our room ready.
2: And so we were on a bus for like, it was only like six hours or something. Like it,
1: it felt like a whole fucking day. Let me tell you. How long was it? I actually don't even know. It might have been 12. Let me look it up because I'm actually curious how far it is. We all met at the dance
2: studio beforehand and then we all drove together in a bus. And our dance teacher, bless his heart, Keith Anton Williams.
1: (laughs) It was eight eight hours.
2: Eight hours. Eight hours. Yeah. So it really wasn't that bad. (laughs) Like it was kind of traumatic that we thought it it was like so intense. And Lily and I sat next to each other and on the way back, she refused to sit next to me and she was like, I need my own space. I was like, okay, girl, you're probably right. I do too. (laughs)
1: Okay. Honestly though, I remember like the first time we drove there, we left really early in the morning. Cause we got there at probably like two in the afternoon or something. Uh, and we didn't get into our hotel room until like eight o'clock at night. So we were just wandering around <laughs> the boardwalk, like walking through the casinos. Maddie was so tired and like, didn't feel good. So she was just laying <laughs> on the damn ground. People thought she
2: was hungover in the hotel because we were in Jersey. We were in Atlantic city.
1: She had like her sunglasses on. I was just laying on the ground. But I remember like I don't know if it was on the way there or on the way back. But at one point, I was so uncomfortable in the seats that I like laid on the ground. Which
2: is why did we do that? So much more comfortable. It really was. Yeah, we laid on the ground.
1: When I was thinking about like memories
0: with Lizzie, I was like, God, like what did we do as children?
2: Yeah, and I mean I had some fun
0: ones because I mean there there's fun ones with all three of us, but I. just mean now that we're adults, we can do so many other things and it's just so fun. And I would have to say like, Lizzie, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Girls nights, I would say we probably hang out like once a week. Definitely every two. I pick Lizzie up after work. I bring her over. We have a couple cocktails. We giggle and whatever. So like those, I would say just the amount of belly laughs that we have had during those nights it's so funny (laughs) I would have to say my favorite one from that so Lizzie and I are sitting on my couch playing a drinking game just the two of us yeah we're feeling good and your mom calls (laughs) hi girlies you know how she does she always says hi hi girlies is her connection is disgusting, disgustingly bad. Like it was so bad. We're like trying like to every listen. Every other word. Yeah. We're trying to listen. We're like, what are you saying? We can't hear you. And then she picks and she'd be like, can you hear me now? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, you, we can hear you now. she's like, okay, I'll just just super quick, just super quick. And then she'd start talking and then we couldn't hear her. And we're like, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you now. Okay, just super quick, super quick this went on I'm not joking this super quick super quick 10 minutes 10 oh minutes God. no shade to your mom no, it was, we love her but it was it just was so funny, funny because she just kept talking we're like we can't hear you okay 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 can you hear me now yes super, super quick, quick super quick God. but then I have to say my favorite is when we went to karaoke 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 with DJ Kev DJ Kev. DJ I thought Kev? you were gonna say DJ Caleb and I was like, Oh no, what? no, DJ Kev. DJ Kev. You know, arguably better. I have a T-shirt from DJ Kev. We both it's, do. Our whole everyone
2: has. A yeah, t-shirt. we all have it. I have
0: a, a yellow me. one. It's glittery, and it has Ooh. a picture of DJ Kev on it, and it has his catchphrase. That, in case you were curious, is, if you ain't tipping, you, you ain't, ain't sipping. Sippin'. <laughs> this is my first experience at karaoke with DJ Kev. I've never karaoke before. I am
2: freaking out. Mm. Full-blown freaking out. Indeed. So It's in front of, like, the entire bar. Like, yeah. you get up, like, on stage. It's like high school musical type shit. Yeah. Like, oh, you my get God. On There's no soundtrack with the music behind you. Like, it is you in the instrumental soundtrack.
1: Yep. Holy crap. Holy. Yeah. That's
2: like, it is intense. In t- like, Maddie and I did The Chain one time, and it was legendary. Legendary. I'm full-blown panic. We sang Mamma Mia, and it
0: was mm-hmm. great. And then my genius self decides to start doing jello shots.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, um, jello, shots- jello shots- jello shots that get you, man. That's like- Mind you,
2: I was drinking
1: Long Island at yeah. this point. And yeah.
2: I think you were, what, having like a vodka crayon or something? Yeah, I, whatever. And then she comes over and she's holding 10 jello shots in her tiny little freaking mm-hmm. hands. My
0: tiny baby, I-, I got them at a discount. So obviously I bought a lot, right? Right. Okay. Oh yeah. People and Neo tonight. I'm gonna oh love, God. love you tonight, dude. I thought that was a dream. No, that was real. <laughs> that dude, was real. I I thought that was a dream. After this encounter, those Lizina, Long Islands really hit yeah, me, I think. I, whipped out jello shot I had been stashing them in my shirt now mind you the next day I had to go be with my nanny kids one of which is an infant and the other of which is a toddler so to say I had a really really awesome Friday is the understatement of the century
1: well
2: that that night I thought I was about to fail my one class and I didn't I actually got a B because she just like averaged out my test scores but I thought I was literally going to get an F so I was like, so we all fuck it. I night. dyed a piece of my hair purple. And I was like, I'm going to get fucked up tonight. And so that's what happened. That's yeah. what transpired by, with Pitbull.
1: Yeah. Pitbull. I love that song. And every time I hear it, it just elevates my mood. So I, just, I like that, that you guys song. chose if that.
0: I imagine Lizzie and I trying to rap that song after <laughs> about four to five jello shots and cocktails.
1: I have one more Lizzie story that will really just cap off all our memory stories. This immediately <laughs> made me think of Chris's sixtieth birthday party, Lizzie. Oh
2: my god! And we were like <laughs> oh the only god, people- that night was so funny.
1: Us and your sister were the only three people I think under the age of like forty five that were there. <laughs> but it was so fun. Like really? we were at what was the name of that bar? Rush Hour Grill in Kingsburg. Yes. yes. And we were literally just like dancing. Oh, I had my hair in a braid. I remember it was like in a ponytail yes. braid, and I was whipping it around like a windmill. And then we walked over to Handles and got ice cream. It was just a crazy it in was the crazy. middle of
2: in the middle of the party, we walked over and got uh, cake batter ice cream and came back and started dancing with it on the dance floor. And then I, I had like two can get it. Solo. I'm not gonna... <laughs> Yeah, it was the move. And then I had a random solo with Chris to this one song and everyone was like cheering us on. It yeah. I was like, yes, yes. And then there my mom, we had so much leftover beer. <laughs> up the empty water bottles like the like the glass water bottles with beer from yep. the, like from half keg or whatever and <laughs> I, we were just like giving them out and we were like drinking that we had so much in the car and we got home we like drank so many of them you know it happened
1: i have that picture of maddie with the two gigantic like steins of beer and she's like giving the thumbs up <laughs> yeah that was an iconic night
0: you know a lot of friendship memories a lot of mm-hmm. friendship memories
1: what it's true say? well I think this leads us into our into our like main beef of this episode not beef that was a poor choice of I meant to say like <laughs> yeah actually this is about, Dr. about the beef no no I I meant to say like the meat of the episode but it's just getting worse the more I try to use that analogy so I'm gonna just stop with that analogy but <laughs> no, no, it's fair it's fair You get what I'm saying. I really wanted you guys to be on the podcast because obviously like we could go on all day about our amazing memories and like, just, I feel like the most random funny shit has happened to all of us. That just happens when you're friends with someone for so long, but like, I think something that was really like monumental in my own life in the past, I don't know, I guess you could say like four years was dealing with our collective friendship breakup and then reunion and I don't know I just think that friendship breakups are something that people deal with a lot and it's not really talked about because Mm -hmm. relationship breakups are one thing there's a lot of movies about that and books about that but I I feel like there's just not enough material out there to talk about what happens when you think that a friend might never speak to you again you know what I mean right especially like I think
2: it's so crazy the amount of friends all three of us have had for so long the people that I meet in college and everything like have had friends for like 10 years 12 years like we've had we've been yeah. friends, like, so long and like did everything together oh, and so
0: I mean the fact that you were at my parents wedding exactly
2: like- <laughs> exactly and so I think it's crazy that so many people that I knew from like our small towns and everything had so many friends like that but when I go so many places not that many people have friends like that and I think we are really blessed to have that and that was one of the reasons like after we did go through a friendship breakup that we did reunite because of how long it was
0: yeah I just I think the way that I mean Lily and I you and I kind of had our rough patch first yeah (laughs) but the way like but then Lizzie you and I had kind of we all went to different schools, which I think is important. That, yeah, to that know. was really
2: interesting. We yeah. all went to different high schools.
0: Right. So I think like one of the main things is that like we had to put effort in from the beginning mm-hmm. to see each other and all of that. And I think that's one of the main, not main things, but one of the big things with Lizzie and I specifically that kind mm-hmm. of not necessarily made us have a friendship breakup, but kind of. Made just us drift. exacerbated yes. the, the drift more mm-hmm. so yeah uh, but like the way that lizzie and i reconnected to this day is so comical to me <sighs> because like just of the way that it happened and like the mm-hmm. circumstances and all of that so i can go into that because that's kind of funny so yeah do
1: it because i actually don't think i know how you guys reconnected yeah, well, yeah so- i can
2: Cause I initiated it. So
1: well, I can, can
0: I explain the first part of it? Yes. yes. Okay. So basically mm-hmm. I did, Lily, you went to Villanova. You obviously went to Cincy for all four years mm-hmm. and I'm at Cincy now, but I started at Loyola Chicago. Yes. I, I did my freshman year at Loyola Chicago and I transferred during COVID to university of Cincinnati because I loved my, that school. I still love that school. Mm-hmm. I wish every day that I am living in Chicago, but In-state tuition, and at the time I wanted to do med school, in-state tuition is much more friendly than uh, private school, especially with the cost of Chicago. Mm -hmm. So transferring during COVID was like a very, very unique experience because- And you
2: did it with grace, mind you. Thank
0: you. I I would like to think that I did, but it's nice to hear (laughs) somebody else say that. It was crazy. (laughs) But me transferring in the middle of COVID, obviously I wasn't going to in-person classes. So I pretty much came to Cincinnati knowing like I, my godfather's stepson, that's it. That's who I knew. And like, that's who I lived with for my first two years in Cincinnati, him and his mm-hmm. best friend, the three of us, we lived together. And I essentially started at, I don't even want to say square one, like we're like behind square one. We're yeah. at, like. Because there was no, there was hardly any ways to make friends with people. Like when you came here mm-hmm. and obviously yeah. we Cincinnati, but at that point we really weren't speaking. So I was yeah. like, Hey, we haven't talked in a couple of years. Like, mm-hmm. how's it going? So I came and I just kind of tried to find activities. Yeah. And I found on TikTok something called bungee, bungee fitness. <laughs> and I saw a TikTok of it and I was like, oh my God, that looks like such a fun workout. Like, that sounds so great. And so I looked it up and turns out there was one 10 minutes away from where I lived. So I start going to Bungie. Obviously, like made friends with the studio owner. Shout out Jacqueline. You're amazing. Love Jacqueline. Jacqueline. (laughs) Started going to Bungie, had a whole membership, went three times a week, whatever. And because I was friends with the studio owner and I loved it so much, I wanted to get certified to teach. Mm -hmm. In doing like the certification for the teaching, she had us do like a practice, teach a class. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, yeah, you can learn, okay, this is what you teach them, but you don't necessarily know how to teach the class Mm -hmm. until you do a fake one. Yeah. Yeah. So she told us in our little teacher training session, oh, I'll have you guys each do a mock class with a couple other people that have never done it so you'll just do a mock level one class for those people posted on my Instagram story yeah. or something like that a video of me mm-hmm. at Bungie and you slid up on it and I'm I like did. what is this yeah
2: oh what my is my so now I can take over so at this point Lily Emily and I none of us were speaking yeah at this point at all and so I Emily and I had followed each other on Instagram at this point and I saw she went to UC and I was like I haven't talked to her in so long and I can't remember why we're not friends I had been thinking that for a while yeah and so then uh it popped up that she was teaching in class and I was I think I had a few cocktails one night and I was like <laughs> yeah. I was sure I was like you yeah, you like used to do you that. It up and you were like, I want to try this. Yeah, I was like, that looks so fun. I want to try. And then you were like, Well, I'm teaching a class, and I was like, Yeah, sure. Fuck because it, it was, free. I'll do it. The big thing it was, was free, that it was free. Yeah. I was
0: like, You can come and be my little guinea pig, and it's completely <laughs> free, zero dollars, if you just come and I can pretend to teach you how to do bungee fitness. Yeah, so. I love
2: <laughs> she was just gonna pick me up and then we were gonna go and I was like okay that might be a little fucking weird because I haven't seen you in like four years right and I was like why don't we go get coffee or something first so then we went I and got coffee, nice coffee and then day. just like caught up and we were like oh my god I missed you I haven't seen you in so long right. and like I have no idea why we're not friends let's just be friends right. like, I love this and so then we went to Bungie and then I met her one friend And then after You got invited
0: to her birthday party that same night. After
2: one, I was just hanging out with you guys and you you were like, why don't you just come to her birthday party? And I was like, okay. Okay, sure. so That's kind of how we had our like reunion. All in one day. It was really quite
0: Literally all in one day. I like picked you up and I I was on the phone with my mom. Neither of us had any idea how it was going to go down. Yeah, because like I called my mom as I was driving to your house. I'm like, "I'm I'm a little nervous about this one. She's like, I mean, she said she wanted to come to your bungee class. Like, why are you freaking out about this? And I'm like, because I haven't seen this person in several years and I'm kind of freaked out because we haven't talked. And (laughs) then we got together and it was like, okay, cool, good to go. Picked up right where we left off. And Mm -hmm. it was so fun. And that's been that kind of since, Mm -hmm. you know, we have our weekly little girls nights and that's It's been very, it's been very helpful. It's been really fun.
1: No, I get it though, because like, I feel like, I mean, what you said earlier about just us going to different schools, I think that at the time when we were still all in the process of maturing, that was kind of like the nail in the coffin for our communication. And I think that was ultimately what contributed so much to us all having like trouble understanding each other at that weird time in all of our lives. But it's funny too, because when the three of us reconnected, it was the same kind of thing. It was a one day, like, I mean, not bungee class, but just being at wonderstruck we were all at that music festival i was with my cousin and you guys were there together and running into each other and i had had a lot of mojitos by the time that i saw you guys sorry sidetrack
2: we (laughs) planned to go to wonderstruck that day really we that's when we planned to go to wonderstruck that day when um I went for Brenda's party. I thought you meant the day of Wonderstruck. And no, I was like, that's no, no. not
0: correct. We planned it very far. No, in advance. we planned it on the day <laughs> yeah, that we reconnected. Can, yeah, so after Bungie, in between like, so we went to coffee, then we went to Bungie, then yes. we came back to my apartment. Yes. And while we're sitting at my apartment, we were just kind of like sitting there chatting, whatever. And I made some comment about wanting to go back to Cleveland for Wonderstruck because it looked like such a good lineup. And Lizzie was like, I want to go too Uh uh-huh i bought the tickets we're sitting there i bought the tickets like sight on scene and i'm like "Well, oh my god do you know like the instagram or like the tiktok things of people being like my ex and i bought these tickets and they were non-refundable so here we go on our spring break trip no that's literally like i bought the tickets and i'm like well we're like we're gonna go anyway we're going (laughs) like
1: we can be speaking we can be not speaking but we're going and
0: we ended up yeah
1: no, and I feel like it was funny, too, because Wonderstruck was just one of those things that, like, I I feel like, Emily, I was going to take you the one year, and then I took Lizzie instead, or maybe it was the other way around, and I can't no, remember. it
0: was, it was yeah. because we had bought the tickets, and then you and I had ended up having, like, a falling
1: out that spring or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so I was- think that was my senior year of high school, which, yeah. obviously, we remember what was going on at that time, yeah. but, like, Very- yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, basically just boyfriend swap vibes, but anyway, <laughs> it happens. No, it really does. But I mean, I just think it was funny that it was like that event specifically because that was something that bonded all of us was like our taste in music and just loving to go <laughs> to those kind of events. We all just
2: like connected on such a strange level. Like, I feel like at the time, none of our other friends just like got us the way the three of us got each other. Like we yeah, wanted yeah. to we all love to just do photography and go like make cool things. We had like art days. We had days where we'd go thrifting. We'd have days where we'd just like make cool things or make like content. Like, and we were like 13, 14, 15. Like we just like- We did were a-
1: content creators before that whole influencer <laughs> shit
2: I mean, even existed. That was one of the reasons why like when I was going through my friendship breakups with Lily and Emily- it was so hard because I didn't have any other friends that like I had that certain connection to. I was the same. Lily and Emily are the friends that I'm super creative with. And we make super fun videos and we have really introspective conversations at like 14, completely sober. Yeah. And it was just a really special connection that we all had. And it was really hard for me to let that go because I didn't, I, it couldn't be filled by anything else.
0: I think that's why it was such a relief when like you and I specifically became friends again because of it being COVID. I, when I tell you I came to Cincinnati with zero solid relationships, I legitimately mean like I came here and I was like, all right, well, (laughs) here we are. So it was so nice because having to start from square one with meeting all of these new people, it was really hard because- you know, you're friends with people for so long, so you don't have to go through the whole, what's your life story? How many siblings yes. do
1: you have? Yeah, mm-hmm. explaining your family and your history. Exactly. And all that stuff. It, was, it was more like yeah. a sister
0: than- Yeah, like reconnecting and just, mm-hmm. you
2: already know this, like I'm already comfortable with you. It's like growing up in a small town where I feel like so many people had that connection to each other where it was like, oh, I've grown up with you for so long. When we actually start being friends, I feel like I've known you forever because I don't really like get to know you or like when you have been friends forever, it's like a sister.
1: Yeah. And I think too, like it was really interesting for me because knowing you through dance, our whole dance studio was a family. That was just the way that we were brought up in that world. And looking back, I'm so thankful for that because with my later experiences in the dance world, it just was not the same. And even with the same people, with some of the same girls carrying over from our first studio, in a different, more competitive environment. It just wasn't, it was like everyone was being pitted against each other rather than us being like, this is a team, like it's a family. So I think we just always had that connection because of that. But also like growing up and going to school with Emily, I had a similar kind of thing. Like we knew all the same people and we knew people's families. It's really interesting too, having lost both of our dads. I think the people that span that time of my life where they actually knew my dad they like saw him and met him in person both of you I mean Emily probably I think we became closer after After. the fact but you had definitely dad was
0: but I wouldn't like I think that was more of a YouTube connection thing because it was just when we were starting to be friends
2: yeah yeah Yeah. Because like I said, I met Lily in second grade and your dad passed when you were in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And so it was two years after that. Yeah. And so I used to see him when I went to dance with Lily and everything and he gave me money for snacks. And so I have like sweet memories of him. And that's why the day that I found out my dad passed, I called my other best friend, Marissa and Lily, and they were there on that day with me. And so like, that's another reason those friendships that you don't want to throw away because you've had so many important memories with them.
1: Sorry to go into like an emotional. No, it's okay. No, let's do it. Let's do it. No, I felt like when I wasn't friends with either of you guys, even though at times that was an active choice made by me, probably the wrong choice looking back in hindsight, but you know, I chose to stop talking to you guys, but I did feel like I was letting go part of myself because we knew each other like sisters and and no one, like you said, Lizzie, no one really knew me on that level. I think there's something to be said for when I talk about gumption in a lot of the different episodes, it's more so like, oh, you moved out or you did this crazy like, like type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I I definitely think one of the most gumption-esque things I've ever done in my life was having to really look at my own actions and be like, I didn't treat these people that I used to consider my best friends and like my sisters the way that I should have and having to honestly be like, I'm sorry. And if you don't want to ever be my friend again, I understand because that would be warranted. But I mean, here we are, we're recording a podcast. So clearly,
0: (laughs) obviously, there's been some progress made.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, and I mean, I guess this kind of goes into growing as people and whatever, because if I look at you and I and when we had our initial falling out you were a senior I was a junior in high school and neither of us were particularly mature enough to have a hard conversation true because I think if we look at like what the true roots of the problems were if we were at that spot right now you could have just said to me like, hey, you did something that bothered me. And I would have been like, okay, let's let's handle it. Right. And I just think we were like mat- maturity-wise at that level where we could have had that conversation. And same with like Lizzie and I, because yeah. I think had we been more mature, like you, you said this, and honestly, I felt the same way because even just looking at the fact of like Lizzie saying, I just, I couldn't remember why we weren't friends. Why don't I reach out? And I'm like, why didn't I reach out? Like, why don't I? Because all of us had kind of grown and evolved and had been in other life situations and experienced other things. When we did reconnect, it was so much easier for us to just be like, okay, yes, number one, I fucked up. Number two, you fucked up. Number three, why are we dwelling on that? Mm-hmm, Let's yeah. just move on from here because I think
2: you're cool. You think I'm cool. Like move on. Yeah. Especially after my dad and stuff. And I was like, well, I've known Emily for years and we used to have right. so much fun. We have such great memories. And I was like, life's too short to just like not ask her to
0: right. hang and, out. Like, in the grand exactly. Story, at least for me, if I look back at the stuff that Lily and I went through, I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Why was that like that wasn't necessary? Like it's couldn't... almost
1: laughable to look back on it now. At the time it seemed so world-ending, and now it's like, okay. A, <laughs> just,
0: yeah, especially because I mean that had to do with the boy. And yeah. You
1: know, and was, which just makes it so much it. worse. It's like, oh right. god, were those, those girls me. that our friendship broke up because of a guy. <laughs>
0: Looking back at that, that was something that was so menial and unnecessary that had we been at different spots, like had that happened now, we would have been like, oh, let's look at the common denominator here and figure out
1: like (laughs) what the actual Mm -hmm. problem is. At first, when I saw you guys at the music festival, I got a little scared. I I was like, what is about to happen right now? Like, is there about to be be a slowdown? I do not know. (laughs) Definitely, it helped that it was like 100 degrees outside and we were all kind of wasted. And I was really wasted. My poor cousin Bella was just like, what is going on right now? Because she didn't even know all the details. She was like, I just know that you don't talk to them anymore, so, like, what is happening? (laughs) I just looked at you guys and I was like, there is no reason that this should have escalated to the point that it did. With childhood friendships, I think there's a lot of your peers and your family that get involved, and people are protective of people, and then there's just the drama from school. I'd love to hear what you guys had to say about this, too, but, like, for people who either are going through a friendship breakup or have been in the past, my personal advice would be sometimes you have to sort things out within yourself before you can return to it and listen to a person and give them the proper stage to say what they need to say to you. It can be really hard to hear those things sometimes when years have gone by and distance is between you, but you have to hear them and acknowledge them and then move forward from there because otherwise like you're going to have the same issues repeating over and over and even if it's been ten years or something, if you haven't yeah. fixed like the root of that problem, it still bubbles up eventually, you know. So
2: I no, I know. Absolutely. Agree. And I mean, like I was a lot more defensive, like in a high school, if we ever had any issues because of the Aries in me came out. It wasn't <laughs> you know how to that yet but then in college when Lily and I drifted apart if we had like a conversation I think that honestly it was on me because if she reached out and said something to me she probably thought that I was gonna yell in her face and swear at her that's the last time we had an altercation she didn't know anything else. An
1: altercation. like that I'm but, sorry you know, that was just a funny word that sounded like we beat each other up or something no,
2: no I know but like No, but seriously, she was probably thinking that was going to happen and then she was just going to have to go through all these feelings and better to just be silent and not have to deal with it. But by that point, I had already lost my dad and I was like, I just really don't care. And so like, if she did reach out to me at that time, I probably would have just been like, I don't know, man, like, let's just chill for a sec. And uh, sometimes past situations make people not want to reach out to you. And so- You kind of have to realize that and then reach out yourself.
0: Each of us had different life experiences that kind of correlated with us becoming friends again. And... Without going into this, because this could be, this is like my stuff and this could be its own, you know, episode of my personal podcast. But yes, well, you can be back on anytime you want. I had gone through a lot of stuff with a family member of mine, specifically the summer that Lizzie and I had reconnected and you and I, because that all happened at the same time. It just really put a lot of things into perspective and made me grow up. I just think a lot of us went through a lot of experiences that made us have to be adults. And I think us having to grow up and being in those different headspaces just made it a lot easier for us to just kind of, in a way, start over, but also yeah. those initial connections. And I think that's what's the most important thing about just friendship. You just have to remember that at the end of the day, you have those connections no matter what, Mm -hmm. like you're always going to know X, Y, and Z about whoever. So you might as well just grow up. I'm like, I'm like,
1: okay. So what are your guys's recommendations, books, movies, shows, podcasts, literally whatever. It could even be like a type of workout class. Cause I know Emily, you mentioned Bungie, but yeah. (laughs) What would you love the gumption followers to, to try out?
2: I just read the book. Then she was gone. And it's like a murder mystery book. It's amazing. So good. As well, I've been rewatching The Office for like the seventh time and I cry (laughs) at all of the crying places every single time. And it's just amazing. And as well, the podcast Crime Weekly, it has my YouTuber, Stephanie Harlow, and she does cases. And it's amazing. It's so great, especially for all of the road trips during the college holiday season of going back and forth to school. I love that.
0: I'm a huge fan of Apple TV Plus. So the morning show. The morning show. Yes.
2: We love that.
0: My favorite is Ted Lasso.
2: Oh, I love Ted
0: Lasso. Both of those are really good. Agreed. I've been listening to The Office Ladies with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. I also really like the Call Her Daddy podcast, which mm-hmm. is very, you know, stereotypical, but whatever. Crime Junkie also stereotypical.
1: Yes. Love Crime Junkie. I love Crime Junkie. Back to the bar with
2: Christy Lukasiak and Kelly Highland from Dance Moms. They have they- a
1: podcast. I didn't yes. know they did. I want to shut listen. the well, front door. I need to listen They're to this going immediately.
2: episode by episode. All of the like behind the scenes. I have to listen to that immediately. Oh
1: wow
2: we're really glad that we were able to be on and it was nice to reconnect and just have a girl's night
1: yes and thank you both so much I know that went a little longer than planned as soon as you texted us saying what's your favorite memory I was like well I have like
0: four
2: yeah and I'm like (laughs) I'm sure 80 are gonna pop up yeah so
1: yeah you know no I I really appreciate you guys being on not only that just like bringing your fun energy but also like being willing to talk about stuff that's probably like not easy to talk about, I think it's
2: important.
1: I, I yeah. think it's important to, like, explore that aspect of gumption because not everything is like sunshine and rainbows, you know.
2: I really so. agree. And i I'm so excited to listen to it. Thank you for
0: sticking along as my cat scratched and fully punctured my boob. <laughs> uh, much appreciated. Who are sticking with me through that ordeal?
1: That's like a metaphor for our friendship, I feel like. Okay, you literally gotta love the cold cut at the end of these episodes. But there you have it, folks. I hope the last 51 minutes has brought you some kind of joy or laughs or maybe even made you reflect on a friendship that you used to have or that has gone through some rough patches itself. I think the biggest takeaway for me about friendship breakups is that if you don't feel right without that person... After however much time has gone by since, you know, your friendship has been going through a rough time, it's worth saving. Don't let it go. Sometimes we grow apart from people and we wish them well and and don't think about them much and that's one of those cases where you know like, okay, maybe this friendship was just for a season of my life, but if it feels wrong when someone is not in your life, you miss them dearly, you know, you you feel like you think about it all the time... I definitely think those hard conversations are worth having, maybe space and time are worth giving, but there's something that was really special there, and don't don't let it go. So that's all I got for you guys. I hope you enjoyed episode number nine, a little bit of a longer one, and I hope everybody has a lovely Christmas, a lovely Hanukkah if you celebrate, and go do something nice for a friend today, okay? I might squeeze another episode in before the new year, probably not because this one took me three weeks to make, so that's maybe being a little ambitious. But you guys will hear from me soon. I've got a great guest next week on deck and thinking about doing a solo episode too. Love you guys. Bye.